Good morning and welcome to the I Heart Mooresville radio segment. This is our first ever segment. All right, all right, all right. We're so (laughs) excited. I Heart Mooresville is a small town radio show with a big heart. We're going to talk about all of the things that happen in Mooresville. We're going to talk about programming. We're going to talk about events. We're going to talk about the people that make those events happen. We're going to give you behind-the-scenes info that you can only get right here on iHeartMooresville. We're so excited to share with you. We're going to remind you why you love Mooresville. That's right. We all love Mooresville. <laughs> and before we get started, how I want to introduce you to the crew we have here this morning. How was your weekend? It was cold. Um, I OD'd on football, um, <laughs> and I prepped for the show. So here we are. Yeah. Pam? Oh, and... Just so everybody knows, this is Boss Lady. So sit up straight. Yep. Sit up straight. Yeah, we are. We have a, a, an awesome crew this morning. Um, yes, we do have the Boss Lady mm-hmm. here this morning. So we got to be on mm-hmm. our best behavior, you guys. No, no, uh, no trouble today. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to introduce you to the crew that we have here and meet your hosts. So, Don, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, um, I am fortunate to be the marketing manager for Mooresville Parks and Recreation um, and something I've been doing for the last two and a half years. Um, I love it. We have an amazing uh, team uh, at Parks and Rec. And I'm excited to share with everybody what exactly we do, because I think not a lot of people really understand the depth and breadth of what Parks and Recreation does. Yeah. Uh, so we'll be touching heavily on that. But obviously, as you mentioned, we'll be talking a great deal about what makes Mooresville such a fun place to be. Um, I actually have an extensive background in motorsports, so I've spent a great deal of time in Mooresville over the past 20 plus years. I spent uh, 25 years in racing. Um, so it's been a great deal of time in Mooresville, but I will say that I never really understood what made Mooresville special until I started working here. And so uh, it's been uh, a great learning experience and uh, I'm excited to share that with everybody. And how about you, Christine? Yes, well, I am Christine Patterson. I am the Arts and Events Manager for Parks and Recreation with the town of Mooresville. And I have a hospitality background. I am hospitality through and through. I uh, started out food and beverage and then spent 10 years working for Marriott in the hotel industry and then got the opportunity to manage our conference center, the Charles Mack Citizen Center here in Mooresville. And then had the pleasure of switching to arts and events and now get to plan the exciting programming with Parks and Recreation. Yeah. Charles Mack, not just a destination. It's an experience. (laughs) (laughs) And sitting across from us is uh, Boss Lady, as I like to refer to her. Um, uh, Pam Reedy is the Director of Parks and Recreation. So Pam, tell us a little bit about your weekend and what you're looking forward to. Well, good morning, first of all. I am really happy to be your first guest on your first show. So thank you for inviting me. As Don said, my name is Pam Reedy, and I proudly serve as the Parks and Recreation Director here in Mooresville. I found Mooresville after a consultant called me and told me that I needed to check out this cool little town in North Carolina that I'd probably never heard of before because he had traveled all over the country doing consulting and decided that Mooresville was his number one choice of a place to be. Really? Yep. He just said, it's a great department made up of great people. You've got great resources, great parks. He said, Pam, you need to be here. And he was right. Wow. I love that people are talking about us like this, recruiting for us. Oh, absolutely. And um, so, Christine, what did you do this week? And you asked me, but you did not. Uh, yeah, you know, I actually had a, a mishap this weekend. Uh, so 
I am bad. My husband will tell you that I like to cram things in until they break. And I had uh, the worst experience. My closet collapsed, <laughs> the shelving in my closet. So I spent all weekend picking up clothes and re redoing my closet, putting new shelving up. And is this because of too much shopping? Uh, yeah, that might be the problem. Okay. <laughs> Not that we have that issue. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Men are very easy, right? You have couple, one pair of shoes. A couple <laughs> pairs of pants, a couple shirts. Two we're ties, good to go. you're we're, good. We're good to go. So Pam, what did you do this weekend? I was afraid you were going to ask that because I honestly don't remember. It's all <laughs> a blur because I've moved on to today. <laughs> Yeah, and unfortunately uh, for me, I came to work thinking it was Monday. You know, we had yesterday off uh, for MLK Day, and uh, we're back to it. And I have to remind myself this is Tuesday, um, and uh, you know we have a lot going on every week. But with a condensed week, got to get right back to it. So yeah. it's going to go by fast this weekend. Mm. All right, so Pam, I want to you know talk a little bit about your background. Um, in parks and recreation. So you said you came here um, from a, on a recommendation, which we're very glad to hear that you made it here. We're so excited. Um, you know, tell us a little bit about what what your day to day looks like in park, parks and recreation. The thing I love about this field is that it is extremely diverse. The breadth of what we do in Parks and Recreation is absolutely amazing. In the course of five minutes, I can talk to somebody about cemeteries, about playgrounds, about personnel, about human resources, about pools, about... I, I can hardly even begin to think about all of the things, but it's everything that makes our community what it is. The things that bring joy to people's lives, the things that bring fun and give them a reason to get out of bed in the morning and make sure that their quality of life is superior. Oh, I love that. And 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 that's something I've realized since being with Parks and Recreation is just what it touches. It's kind of like the Lion King, everything the light touches. <laughs> that, you know, that's Parks and Recreation. I mean, from cemeteries to parks to facilities. Um, I want to talk about, a little bit about what our day-to-day -day looks like. And then I want to talk a little bit about why we started this show and, and get into that. So Don, what, what does your day-to-day -day look like in Parks and Recreation with the town? You know, that's uh, I'll echo what Pam said. I, I, I love the diversity of a day. Um, working in marketing, I think people don't understand, and we're going to talk about that a little bit more in the show, uh, the depth and breadth of what Parks and Recreation really touches on a daily basis. We have seven divisions um, and uh, there's a lot going on in any given day. Um, and we're fortunate that uh, now that we've moved to One Mooresville, uh, we are, you know, 85% of us under one roof, uh, which allows for a lot of interaction uh, on a daily basis. Uh, but for us, it's really about educating the public on what parks and recreation does. I think that's my main my main job. I see myself as an educator first uh, to tell the community about uh, the things that they can participate in. You know, Mooresville, uh, we are fortunate that Mooresville supports parks and recreation um, significantly uh, and allows us to, um, to do the things that we do um, and uh, to provide the community with opportunities, resources uh, to really engage our community. And I, I, I find that to be um, a breath of fresh air on a daily basis. Yes, I love that. And you do such a good mm -hmm. job at getting that that information out and we thank you for what you do. Um, and for me, you know, it's it's creating those experiences. We said it, you know, we when we talk about what does the community want and need and and it's that. It's creating experiences that people will 
will remember and that will be part of their traditions you know there's family traditions and and creating those memories for them and i and you know i feel very lucky that i get to do that um and we started this show to make sure that you know we we let the public know about that um but we are going to talk more about that we're going to get into more with our guest pam reedy the director of parks and recreation and your hosts christine patterson and don smile right after a word from our sponsors Welcome back to I Heart Mooresville. I'm your host, Don Smile, co-host, actually, and my co-host is Christine Patterson. Uh, Christine, sit up straight because this is bossly segment. I'm so. on my best behavior. Okay. So uh, we introduced uh, the Director of Parks and Recreation in our first segment, Pam Reed, but I thought we'd dive a little deeper into uh, what Parks and Rec means to her. I think it's important um, for the community to understand who the le- who's leading um, this incredible uh, department that we work for um, and why Parks and Recreation is so important to her. And I did say Parks and Rec, which is a no-no in our world. It's Parks and Recreation. Yes. So we want to make sure that Formal. We, yes, the whole, the whole thing. Um, so with that said, um, Pam, kind of tell us a little bit about your philosophy uh, for Parks and Recreation. You've been doing this a long time. You're very passionate about it. And so tell us why. Sure. I'd be happy to. Thank you, Don. I think my philosophy actually started when I was about six years old. I just didn't realize it because I was completely invested in our local parks and recreation department in Dearborn, Michigan, where I was born and raised. I grew up with five brothers and sisters and parents who wanted us out of the house as much as possible and sent us to our local parks and recreation opportunities every time they could. And realizing that, That is what I grew up with and realizing that it formed me as a person and allowed me social opportunities and entertainment opportunities and everything that I could then turn around and give to another community. So it really came about very organically, thanks to parents who didn't want to keep six kids in the house all day long. (laughs) Wow. And that kind of fits into our philosophy uh, with Parks and Recreation is um, where the fun begins, uh, which is our tagline. And... Uh, I think it's important, you know, to remember, I know I'm I'm uh, similar to you in that I grew up being told you will go out and outside and play until it's dark and then you can come home. And so we would go out and enjoy the outdoor spaces and, you know, whether that was parks and recreation, uh, a park or facility um, that was local. Uh, but those are some of my best childhood memories. And I think that, you know, all of us sitting at this table understand that. And I can I think we kind of um, meld that into the things that we do on a daily basis. You know, we remember uh, that Parks and Recreation is supposed to be fun. And we want to share that with the community and help them understand why their children need to participate in the programs, why they need to visit our parks. And not just the kids, but the adults and everybody in between, whether you're, you know, five or 95, um, you know, Parks and Recreation is your space. Yeah, yep. it's for everyone. And I want to congratulate you, Don, on hearing somebody say that tagline, where the fun begins, our assistant town manager, but just mentioned it in conversation one day. And Don heard it and said, that is what we're all about. And I wanted to share a quick story because this weekend you asked what I was doing. And one of the things was I was watching a, a new show on Netflix called Live to 100. 
And the narrator on it went to Okinawa, Japan, because that is where it's been said that the had the people with the world's longest average lifespan. Wow. That's and he incredible. was interviewing a woman who is 101 years old. Oh wow. And he asked her, if I want to live to be 101, what's your recommendation? And you know what the first thing she said? Always have fun. Oh, I love that. And I thought, isn't that interesting? We are generating opportunities for people to have their longest lifespan. You heard it here, folks. Uh, you can live to 101 if you participate in parks and recreation programming. Yeah, I think that's important. Um, you know, we get caught up in the day-to-day, -day, all of us. You know, we obviously work in parks and recreation, but it's still a job. But those individuals that are out there working, um, you know, a nine to five or... Uh, you know, uh, an overnight, whatever it may be. Um, I think that's the great thing about Parks and Recreation is there's opportunities to participate pretty much all the time. Um, and, you know, we're going to get into some of the things that we've done over the past year uh, and some of the opportunities that we have coming forward. But, um, you know, I want to live to be 101. Yeah, me uh, too. <laughs> so hopefully, uh, you know, participation as a Parks and Rec employee adds a couple more years. Yeah, into my we should lifespan. get like 110, you know, yeah. as employees. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, Pam, Tell me uh, a little bit about the Parks and Recreation um, philosophy for Mooresville. Obviously, Mooresville, as I, I mentioned earlier, is very supportive of Parks and Recreation. We have a, a large number of facilities that you're responsible for maintaining and overseeing. So tell us a little bit about, you know, that, um, that investment that Mooresville makes in Parks and Recreation. Well, we are an incredibly fortunate community, and that was one of the things that brought me to Mooresville in addition to hearing about how great everybody is, but it was about the resources that the town was provided. I came from a community in Georgia that was 120,000 people compared to at um, our 50,000 here. And the resources that we have here in Mooresville so far surpass anything that we had there. It's just really incredible to understand how the Board of Commissioners supports us in what we do. It is not typical to have communities that have Wi-Fi in all of their parks. That is just something that's absolutely wonderful. For example, um, to have locking mechanisms on all of our restroom doors that close at night, to have light systems that can be turned on and off with an iPad. I mean, all of those things and those little nuances that make us who we are all contribute to great programs and services. Right. To put on our events at the level that we do, to be able to bring in national acts, absolutely unheard of for most communities that are our size. We are very fortunate because the Board of Commissioners truly understands what it is we do and the contribution that we make to our residents in Mooresville. And as Christine likes to point out, we held a rock and roll concert in Mooresville. Right. How many Liberty small Park. communities in 50,000 get to do that, right? No, not many. Yeah, we, that was such an amazing show. Oh my gosh. Uh, to feel, to be there and to feel like, wow, we are having a rock and roll concert right in downtown Mooresville. It was something I hope our community remembers for a long time. So with that said, uh, we're going to get into uh, the 150 celebration in our next segment and talk a little bit about that. But I do want to ask Pam, what thus far has been your greatest achievement? What do you feel is the legacy of Pam Reedy up until 2024? Well, I don't know if it's a legacy of me because mm -hmm. anything, anything I would say 
is not going to be about me. It's going to be about that incredible team that you mentioned earlier, because nobody does it alone. But there are a couple of things that I will be happy to have left to the town when I eventually retire. One of them is our Division of Arts and Events that was formed about a year and a half ago, just as the sesquicentennial was coming around. I will say that three times fast. <laughs> and everything that we're able to bring through special events, because I think those are true community connectors, and that's what we're trying to do. Another one is our public arts that we, um, our, our committee that we have formed and what we're going to bring to Mooresville to give it a stronger sense of identity, to create things that maybe are only in Mooresville that make people stop, that make people become surprised and delighted when they see. I think public art adds so much to a community and we're going to make that happen with that public arts committee. Yeah. And I think that's very important because that's a relatively new endeavor. If I'm if I'm um, yes. uh, correct. And um, how can people get involved in that? Because I know that that process is underway right now. We want community feedback. We want to allow people to share what it is, the vision that they have for public arts in Mooresville. So talk a little bit about what you see for the, the, the public arts uh, committee that you're involved in. Sure. We did just finish our master plan and there was a lot of community input on that. People telling us what they wanted to see for public art, where they wanted to see it, what kind of themes they wanted, what kind of feel they wanted when when um, they saw public art throughout downtown. So we've taken all of that and we have also, again, through the support of the Board of Commissioners, gotten a 1% resolution for public art, which means that any capital project that's come about in the last fiscal year, we took 1% of the total cost of that, it will now go into public art. So we can start Exciting. figuring out what it is mm -hmm and start placing that art and surprising and delighting the public when it comes about. Wow, and you made that happen. That's that's pretty uh, that's pretty cool. And and what can we see that that the Public Art Commission has participated in so far in the community? I know the Charles Mack Citizen Center, the art in the Citizen Center was chosen by the Arts Council. That's correct. We have um, art, as Christine said there in the Event Center. Lowe's Hometowns Grant funded a mural outside the Charles Mack Citizen Center celebrating the 150th sesquicentennial. And if you haven't seen it, it's worth the trip. It's an incredible mural. It really is. Oh, it's gorgeous. Yeah. We are getting involved in art on signal boxes, traffic signal boxes. Right now, we are in the process on a call for artists for that. So you can start to see those popping up around town. Oh, how cool. And then putting together our list of projects for the coming year based on the results of the master plan. And where can people find out more about the Mooresville Arts Committee? On the Parks and Recreation website. Hey, <laughs> self-promotion. Uh, self but there's also a web a web page, correct? The MooresvillePublicArts.com? MooresvilleArts.com. MooresvilleArts.com, I'm sorry, yes. So um, if you get a chance, log on to your uh, MooresvilleArts.com uh, for uh, keeping up with what's happening on the art scene in Mooresville, which will only continue to grow. Um, and obviously, as Pam mentioned, uh, on the um, MooresvilleRecreation.org webpage, there is a section about us, which has a great deal of information about uh, some of the public art committees and, and other committees that you uh, can learn about and also participate in. So that's extremely important. Uh, we're all about inclusion and in participation in, in the community. So 
And you had asked earlier about the things that I'm most proud of, but one of the things that I think our department's done very well in the last few years is on the other end of the spectrum, and that is with our cemeteries. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't even think about cemeteries being under Parks and Recreation, but we took on a, a new a new way of looking at those and making sure that we are honoring and respecting everybody who is lying to rest in there and those who have buried people in our cemeteries and making sure that those are beautiful public spaces just like our parks are. Yeah, and I think that's important. We'll talk more about that in uh, in a segment to come up about, you know, all the areas of parks and recreation, cemeteries being one of them. So uh, as you mentioned, that's an extremely important part of our community, uh, something that um, parks and recreation is proud to facilitate. Mm -hmm. um, but I think also that's a little misunderstood. Um, and so I think it's important that people understand the depth and breadth of what we do in parks and recreation. Yeah. So, And the most important part of that word being we, because yes. it takes a whole lot of us to put on what we have. We will be right back with I Heart Morseville after some words from our sponsors. Welcome back to I Heart Mooresville with your co-hosts, Don Smile and Christine Patterson and special guest, Pam Reedy, Director of Parks and Recreation. We are so excited to be here with you for our first segment. And we're going to talk more about Parks and Recreation and what it does and upcoming events and, and really what, what has happened. We had something pretty exciting this past year go on. Um, what's that on your shirt, Don Smile? This little emblem here? Yeah. What does that say? Uh, this was Mooresville established 1873. Um, so as you uh, and Pam mentioned earlier, sesquicentennial, that was the buzzword for 2023. It represents 150 years and Mooresville turned 150 uh, okay. in 2023. Um, and Parks and Recreation was heavily involved in the celebration that took place. And we are all very proud of the events uh, and the community engagement that took place. Um, it's not often that you get to celebrate a milestone such as 150 years. Uh, we will not be around for the next 50. Uh, so we... I don't know. We already uh, said 101. Well, it's true. We We're could gonna... be live to 101. We <laughs> will be here. Maybe. Um, so, yeah, it was an amazing year. And, um, you know, obviously uh, a great deal of that success is uh, a tribute to you and your team as um, the manager of the Arts and Events Division, which handles all of the events that happen within Mooresville. And I think that's important to know. So uh, I guess let's talk a little bit about the 150 uh, and kind of in a review and, and kind of look forward to what's going to be happening this year uh, as kind of a spinoff of that. Yeah, we we were so excited to get to to lead that charge. I mean, Parks and Recreation um, in general got to lead the charge for the 150th anniversary this year. Big, big project, you know, huge undertaking. But wow, how rewarding to get to bring these experiences to the community this year. And not only bring them, but create them. Yes. And it all started back in... March of last or two years ago now, thinking, okay, so what does 150 years mean? What are we going to do to make sure that the community understands and appreciates all of that? Right. Yeah, I'll never forget. I start it and literally less than a month later, I'm part of the 150 committee and I'm like, wow, this is this is a big deal. This is a lot uh, to undertake. Um, but, uh, you know, the amazing team that we had was able to pull that off. So let's talk a little bit about those events, because I think that's really important to kind of do a, a look back and look forward. Yeah. You know, when, as you mentioned, you know, we joined the, the 150th uh, anniversary committee, 
you know that and we appreciate your help and kind of getting us organized with that whole project and we were really talking and talking through what does the community want to see and how do we celebrate this as Pam said to let them be a part of it and to let them know why this is so special and so we we really came up and got to create these events that would celebrate you know the great things that we have in Mooresville and and really take the community through a journey in 2023 of the best of Mooresville starting out you know being able to kick off the sesquicentennial at Langtree, which is in the 28117 side of town and, you know, kind of moving that that programming around and then, you know, through through March celebrating its actual birthday and and bands, brews, barbecue, you know, Carolina barbecue, um, but really celebrating all those things that make our area so special. And we got to do that through these seven signature events. Yeah. And I think that um, the, the signature events, you know, kind of defined the 150. Uh, there were other events that happened throughout the year. We we uh, dubbed those 150 fun things to do. Um, right. And that was a calendar that was created that allowed the community to understand what was happening outside the signature events. Um, you know, what was happening in downtown, what was happening with some of the civic organizations, what was going on. Uh, and that was uh, um, a very useful tool. And I think that's something the community found very useful. And uh, I know that you're working behind the scenes to see if we can continue that calendar uh, for the community because uh, it was something that uh, that people responded to. You know, the seven signature events, even I don't think we understood um, how impactful those would be. You know, I think uh, we mentioned the kickoff at Langtree in the 117, which was very important from the beginning to understand that there are two zip codes in Mooresville. Right. The 115 and the 117, but it's one town. Uh, and that was very important to the town leadership um, that we um, allowed everyone to participate in that. Um, one of my my favorite events, I had to say, was... Um, was Mooresville Day. Um, it was the second event, but I I I really enjoyed that event because I think it it allowed the community to understand what was about to happen. You know the the celebration that was going to take place. You know the 1873 was the incorporation of the town on March 3rd, and so we were able to kick that off. And the response downtown, the people that showed up was amazing. Yeah, I think Mooresville Day was really when people started paying attention, like, oh, wow, this is different. This this is something new. You know, we, we did, we kicked off at, for the fireworks spectacular and had a great turnout. The cold and the weather was against us. It was definitely windy and cold, but had thousands of people come out and, and brave that weather to kick off and then headed into March um, for Mooresville Day on the actual birthday. And really, we just wanted a big birthday party. We were just <laughs> so excited and we just wanted to celebrate and we had great local vendors participate. I mean, Pie in the Sky was there. You can't have Mooresville without Pie in the Sky. Mm-hmm. Um, so great, you know, these these local traditions, these restaurants that people know and love. And, you know, we got them all together on Main Street in downtown Mooresville. We had a school mascot dance competition. You know, we had the mascots throwing down in front of the stage <laughs> dancing and it was just so much fun. Um, and then, you know, really got to, uh, you know, bring people out and and realize, wow, you know, my town is cool. And I think that was what we loved seeing the most was the feedback and the response on social media. My town is better than yours. That, literally someone said that. That was the best feedback of the entire it, year. It was great. My town's <laughs> better than your town. And, you know, people just that hometown pride. Yes. Yes. Fourth of July parade. Speaking of hometown pride, um, I think that was, um, you know, it's it's it was interesting to me that we hadn't done that before. Right. Um, you know, and, and so, um, you know, having a 4th of July parade in Mooresville, 
small town America just seems like a natural fit. Right. Uh, wouldn't you agree? I would absolutely agree. If I had to pick a favorite event, that might have been it. Yeah, that that was definitely one of the highlights of this year. You know, people love uh, the 4th of July around here. And there is a 4th of July celebration in town. Of course, Lowe's YMCA is a favorite. And, you know, we wanted to build on that and just provide additional experiences, not to compete, um, just how can we really round out this, this Independence Day celebration in Mooresville? And so having a parade on Independence Day, most people are off work, they're out of school, you know, it's it's something great to do in the morning and and it really sets the tone for the rest of the day and you can go have your cookouts. And um, But we had over 5,000 people attend in downtown and I think the feedback that we got from that that people loved was just the energy and the performers and it was just one hour of nonstop exciting things to look at. And, well, and yeah, yeah. Speaking of performers, we were very fortunate um, that you were able to secure some national headlining acts uh, for these events, which, you know, I, I have to say, I was impressed. Um, so, <laughs> Thank you. Um, you know, I, I, you know, Craig Morgan, Craig Morgan <gasps> came to Mooresville uh, right. to kick off Liberty Park, uh, the reopening of Liberty Park. Um, and I don't, when you saw social media light up about that, they were like, the Craig Morgan? Like right. that guy? No one believed it. Yeah, nobody believed it. Um, but he showed up and put on an amazing show. Um, and then, you know, we were fortunate for Bands, Brews, and Barbecue to have Loverboy come to town. And that was an absolute rock show. Rock and roll. Um, and, um, you know, I think at the end of that, people were just having a great time. Let's put it that way. You know, you can't have a great time without bands, brews, and barbecue. Right. Uh, I Yeah. I think this year put us on the map really for, especially for performances. I mean, even March, starting out the year, having Ruben Stuttered come to the Mooresville Performing Arts Center. I mean, he was, I mean, what a great performance. We filled that theater, uh, you know, that over a thousand people um, got to see that performance. And that was really special. And then having Craig Morgan come in June and and to do that while we're opening, having a grand reopening of this gorgeous park. I mean, let's be honest, this park is... It's kind of the jewel of, of Mooresville, I think is how right. people refer to it. And I think, honestly, I mean, the park overshadowed Craig a little bit. <laughs> I mean, we got so much feedback about the park and these swings. If you have not been to Liberty Park and seen these light up swings, they should have their own social media page. And we have to thank Pam Reedy for that. We do. That was her. That was her brainchild. And, and that's your baby, right, Pam? Great ideas are just stolen ideas. <laughs> That's all I did was steal it. So, Let's not forget Diamond Rio, though. And we're oh, talking about National mm -hmm. Acts. That was another one that just made people's heads spin to think, right here in little old Morrisville? Yeah, and they put on That's an amazing show anymore. as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So let's talk about the future. Um, you know, 2023, sesquicentennial, uh, 150. Uh, what we realized was that people really enjoyed uh, these these concerts and, and these events. Uh, so let's talk about the, the events that we'll be carrying over into 2024 and what the community can look forward to. Yeah. So, you know, as we're analyzing really what happened this year and what the community, um, you know, really enjoyed the most, we came up with four signature events that we will continue as annual events. And of course, Mooresville Day. It has to be one of those. Um, over 12,000 people came to that event. I mean, I, it it was just amazing. I don't know another way to say that. And and just being able to celebrate our community and 
all of the great things that the businesses, the the organizations, the people. I mean, it was just it was a great celebration, and so we'll we'll do that this year on March twenty third, um, and then the fourth of Mark July. Your calendars. Parade. Yep, <laughs> um, because it was a favorite of this year. The parade. We're definitely going to do that again on July fourth this year, ten a.m. Uh, and then the Band Sprues and Barbecue Festival. Um, it was really a success. I know. Yes. Everyone's excited <laughs> about that one. We'll have a national act, of course, and it, it, it will be, um, it will be, you know, hopefully a, another successful event that'll bring in. I mean, we had not just residents, but also people from out of town that came to this event. Um, you know, we saw that we were able to track that a little bit and saw that people really came from, you know, hours away to yeah, attend this event. We had people event. from Florida as far away as Florida and as far away as New York. Um, And so obviously these events were a huge success and uh, the the four events coming up this year. And of course we'll end with Christmas, classic Christmas in Mooresville. And that's already a favorite. And, you know, we just partnered to make that bigger and better. And a big shout out to all of our partners for this year. Uh, The 150 would not have been possible without those, uh, those businesses supporting us. And uh, we're very appreciative of of their support. Um, We, we, excuse me, we don't want to name them all. Oh, because we might miss somebody. There um, is one more thing I want to add on that for the 150th that I thought was really special, and that was the Black Mooresville Untold Story. Yes. 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 Film that came out, the documentary that made sure that we were inclusive about all of our history yeah. in, in Black Moore in, in Mooresville and everything that it brought to it. Wonderful thing, extremely well received by the community. Yeah. Yeah, and that is available uh, through the public library. Uh, so if you haven't seen it, please log on to their site and check it out. And uh, we'll be right back with uh, iHeart Mooresville. iHeart Mooresville on the way from 1059 100.7 WSIC. Local starts here. And welcome back to iHeart Mooresville. This is our first episode, and I have to tell you, this is a lot of fun. And I'm looking forward to hosting with you, Christine. Oh, yeah, me too. So, uh, first of all, I want to thank uh, Boss Lady uh, for her participation, Pam Reedy, Director for Parks and Recreation. Uh, always fun to, to talk to her about uh, philosophy and um, support of uh, Mooresville Parks and Recreation. Uh, so, um, we will have her back on another episode, oh, I'm yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. She has a lot to say. She'll be back. So, all right. So let's talk a little bit about um, just what's going on in Parks and Recreation. Uh, a I, lot. I, yeah. I mentioned earlier that I don't, I'm not sure really people understand, um, you know, how much goes on within Parks and Recreation. So I'm going to read a couple of stats here just, just to get us uh, off to the start here. So uh, did you know that we have 16 parks? Mm-hmm. I don't think I knew we had 16 parks. <laughs> we have four recreational facilities. Uh, as Pam mentioned, we maintain three cemeteries within the town. We have one event center, which is not just an event center. It's an experience. It's an experience. The Charles Mack. Um, we have a award-winning golf course. Um, shout out to Luke, who uh, manages the golf course. He does an amazing job. It is an award-winning facility. And I will say, um, as a point of interest, um, I am not a golfer. I've discovered that um, I prefer to drive the cart and drink beverages, uh, which is what, I, what I'm good at. Um, <laughs> however, for those who do golf, um, unfortunately, weather is not always cooperative. Um, and with the uh, anticipated plunging temperatures this week, uh, the facility actually will be closed uh, beginning today uh, through next Monday. So they'll be covering the greens to protect them. Uh, the facility will be closed. On the nines uh, will remain open, as will the, 
the uh, pro shop. However, the golf course itself will be closed. So I think mm. that's important for people to know. Um, but please mark your calendars and plan to come back next Monday. However, stay tuned to Mooresville Parks and Recreation and mooresvillerecreation.org for updates uh, about what will be happening there because the golf course is actually part of the Parks and Recreation ecosystem, which may a lot that's of people right. may not know about. So. And while I'm on the subject, uh, let's talk about how people can connect with us. Uh, Parks and Recreation um, obviously is um, is on social platforms. So you can connect with us at um, mooresvillerecreation.org, which mm-hmm. is our main platform. Uh, we are also on Facebook at Mooresville Parks and Recreation. And we are on Instagram at Mooresville Parks and Rec. Um, unfortunately, we couldn't have the recreation part. Uh, my apologies, Pam. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so tell us a little bit about what's going on in your world as the manager of arts and events. There's a lot happening uh, in your ecosystem. Um, some, I know there's some events coming up very soon. Yes, we always have something going on in arts and events. Uh, right now, we're in the middle of our Our Town Stage Indoor Entertainment Series. Um, always a favorite, sellout shows. Last season, we had an official sellout season, so every show sold out. Uh, this year, we're going for the gold again, hopefully a sellout season. We are two shows that we've um, already had were both sellout shows. And then we have an upcoming show on Friday of this week, actually. And it's the Hitmen Country. Now, we had the Hitmen, the original Hitmen, which is, you know, rock and roll, classic rock. Um, We actually had them a couple years ago and it sold out in two weeks. Um, These are the Hitmen is not a cover band. The Hitmen is a group of musicians that are made up of you know, artists that have toured with and contributed to some of the biggest bands in the world. So the guitars, the drummers, the keyboards. Right. Yes. Right. And and these artists come together to create their own band, the Hitman Country. Um, we had the rock and roll version. Now we're going to have the country version. Um, so these, you know, individuals have toured with, I mean, Garth Brooks and, you know, uh, Trisha Yearwood and like all the big names. And so we're so excited to have them in Mooresville. They're nationally touring artists. Um, they, you know, they do the Vegas circuit. I mean, all of it. And so they are coming this Friday, July 9th, or January 19th at the Charles Mack Citizen Center, Jovi Knox Auditorium. Um, tickets, I think there are a few tickets left, but not many. And they're going to go fast. And you can get those at OurTownStage.com. Um, our next uh, show in the Our Town Stage Entertainment Series is the Murder Mystery Dinner Theater. Ooh. Very scary. Now, <laughs> this show was backed by popular demand. We could have sold this show out like a three-day weekend. Now, we are probably going to make it a two-day next year, but this year it is one night, um, February 10th, at the Charles Mack Citizen Center. It's a dinner and a show, a murder mystery. The audience is very much involved. Interesting. Yes. Hmm. Sigmund Theatrical out of Charlotte um, puts this show on. They do a custom show for us, and it is always a big hit. And so we're excited to bring them back this year. And, of course, tickets are on sale for that. But I know there's only like five or five to ten left because there's there's not many. So go to OurTownStage.com and get those tickets if you want to come to our Murder Mystery Dinner Hmm. Theater on February 10th. And then we'll end this series um, in April on the 14th with Loretta, always Loretta. This is a Loretta Lynn tribute. Now, the Our Town Stage Entertainment Series, we don't do cover bands. We do official tribute shows. So this, there you go. Yes, they are either the number one tribute show in the country. They're the tribute shows that are sanctioned by the family. So this is 
the number one Loretta Lynn tribute show, and it's the only tribute show that is recognized by the Lynn estate. Interesting. Okay. So that, and, and that is our, you know, mission to bring Mooresville high quality entertainment. Um, we don't just do cover bands. Now you want to come to rock the park and enjoy a good eighties, nineties, you know, cover band. That's, that's where you want to do that. And that's a free, um, you know, free series for the community. We always, you know, we fill the park with thousands and that's always such a great time. But, you know, indoor series is a little bit more of your quality musicians, people that really, um, you know, appreciate music and they know if that drummer's off, you know, <laughs> um, they can tell. So we, we always appreciate um, the crowd that we get. Well, Rock the Park is an amazing series um, held where? Rock the Park, Liberty Park. Excellent. Yes. And, you know, the uh, amphitheater there, the grass seating. Uh, and now that the the, the park has, has been um, upgraded, there's a tremendous amount for families to do throughout the day and, and the evening. Um, obviously, the water feature there, the uh, splash pad, is extremely popular with the children. Uh, um, a full-scale basketball court, um, which, uh, you know, the community certainly takes uh, advantage of. Um we, right now, as I mentioned, the golf course is closed because of the cold weather, but there is something that you can do to, uh, in the cold weather that is actually supporting the community. Coming January 27th is the 2024 Special Olympics Lake Norman Polar Plunge. Oh, um, Christine, Sounds cold. Are you ready? I don't know. Uh, no, no, no polar plunge for Christine this year? Maybe. Okay. I'll, have to, I'll have to get my mental state right. I'm going to psych myself up for that one. So we are proud to be a, a partner of the Lake Norman Special Olympics, uh, Parks and Recreation, and they will be having, as I said, their annual a fundraiser uh, on January 27th from 1 to 4 at the Lake Norman Yacht Club. So if you... Um, are interested in uh, donating and or participating, uh, you can visit mooresvillenc.gov therapeutic programs uh, to learn more. Um, but they also have representation on Facebook, uh, Lake Norman Special Olympics, uh, and you can learn all about that. Oh, awesome. And then we do have a couple other um, upcoming events that are at our conference center, the Charles Mack Citizen Center. So, of course, we handle private rentals and we have our own programming at the Charles Mack Citizen Center. Some of our rentals that have events that are open to the public um, on January 27th through February, February 4th, the end of this month, um, the Sale Again Children's Consignment is going to be happening all of that week. I mean, this is a week and a half long um, consignment sale that will fill the building. They've they've rented the whole space. So if you have children and you are looking for, you know, quality clothes that are on a discount, that, that sale again children's consignment is a place that you want to visit at the end of this month. Um, also, we have a partnership with the Ch Mo the Mooresville Community Children's Theater. Um, we are, the, our Jovi Knox Auditorium is the home of Mooresville Community Children's Theater. And so they have a show coming up on February 8th through the 11th. It's Little Women. It's, I'm so excited <laughs> about this show. I love that movie. I'm so excited to see the children's theater, you know, put on this production, Little Women. Um, so you can get your tickets at mooresvillechildrenstheater.org. Um, we also have the downtown sip and shop coming up on February 9th. That's always a favorite. Um, you can visit all of those downtown businesses that will stay open. So you can sip some wine and go into our lovely <laughs> boutiques down downtown. That always enhances the shopping experience. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So spin lots. That's what's, that's what's wrong with my closet. It's oh. too much wine sipping while I'm shopping. <laughs> 
Yes. Um, and then on February 17th, we have the Mooresville Antique Collectible Show. Um, oh, that sounds like something I want to visit. Yes. Um, antiques are, always bring out a crowd. And so that's February 17th. And then also on the 17th in the evening in the Jovi Knox Auditorium, we have the Terrence Young Experience Jazz Show. Now he's actually, this is the second time he's back and he's booked before and got really great feedback. So he's a musician himself. Well, I will say I had no idea that all these things were going on and I work for Parks and Recreation. So for those who may have missed something, where can they uh, find out about all this great? Yes. So you can go to the community calendar on experiencecmcc.com. That is the uh, website for the Charles Mack Citizen Center. And so just click that community calendar to see about all the exciting things happening at the Charles Mack Citizen Center. And as I mentioned earlier, just to kind of put a wrap on it, you can connect with Parks and Recreation in several different ways. Uh, MooresvilleRecreation.org um, is our official webpage. Our Facebook is Mooresville Parks and Recreation. And on Instagram, we are Mooresville Parks and Rec. And um, so as we wrap up our first episode, I just want to thank my co-host, Christine. This has been amazing. I'm looking forward to sharing uh, what we do with the community uh, moving forward on I Heart Mooresville. Yes, I'm so excited. I think we did it. Our first official show, Fist Bump. Yes. We did it. Yes. And uh, for everyone listening, we appreciate you uh, listening to the show. And uh, obviously, as we move forward, we're going to welcome your feedback. We'll give you an opportunity to ask questions, and we will be answering those uh, moving forward. So thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, WSIC, for having us. And thank you to our sponsors. So Thank you. See you next week. We'll see you next week. The new 105.9, 100.7 WSIC, Statesville, Mooresville, North Charlotte.